Here's the one thing that I was thinking about when Gemma was with Brooke. She really fucked this whole family up. She really fucked this whole family up. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Is it cold where you are with the sweatshirt on? No, it's not. But I must say, Theo, I just got off my pedal bike, not my vroom vroom Harley style <laughs> pedal. And so I'm all dripping, sweating, and I've got my hoodie on and my hair's a ah. fucking mess. My teeth are still not fixed, but it will be today. No, listen. Um, no, man. No shower for Kimbo. You're fucking wow. whipping me. Gotta go. Gotta go. That's where you're at. You're at the point where... You care so little, little. about how they see you that you're coming straight from the gymnasium. <laughs> oh, the outside gymnasium. Not in, out, pedal bike. Oh, you Push went outside out. on it. Got it. It's not like yeah. one of those Peloton things. Yeah. No, no. Outside. Outside pedal around the block, around the, my neighborhood. Getting the heart rate up. Till. My name is Till. Do you wear a helmet? Yeah. You do? Yeah. We were just discussing this because like, I grew up not wearing a helmet on a bike and my kids, you know, ride the bike on the, on the property. Right. And my wife like, we'll run out, get the helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, they're fine. It's right here. And she's like, if they fall. And I was like, Oh, we're born in like different eras. Like I, I never wore a helmet, but I understand. I do understand, but like, I didn't wear a helmet. No, I, I never wore a helmet no. ever, but I do now at my age in LA, you know? Like- oh Yeah. You gotta Especially, wear and you're riding like with traffic and stuff. Traffic, yeah, yeah. So you got the whole thing. Do you wear like spandex and all that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, you know, you know the balls are sucked right up to the inner thigh. No, I don't do any of that. Toward the Canada, yeah. like toward, <laughs> toward the Canada, toward the toward the Saskatoon. Oh, spandex, spandex. Uh, yeah, no, people used no. to wear spandex for like like as like. A thing like they go to gym in spandex back in the day. Oh like yeah, neon colors. Not me ever. Do you remember you were the? Oh my god, I'm so glad I remember this. You were the first guy to have those long socks. Those those. Yeah. Um, you know the ones to, to help, for the circulation. Yeah, yeah, to help you circulation. Yeah. And I now I wear them on planes all the time. All I get time. Off, but I'm I'm ready. Oh yeah, ready to run. Oh yeah. I would love to do an eighties movies as uh, an eighties movie as like an aerobics instructor who wears like, you know, have a mustache, like do like the whole like spandex neon. <laughs> yeah. You'd be great at that. That'd be great. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing this right now. I'm working with uh, someone on this story set in 1987 and it's uh man, it's incredible. Like we're like, I spend most of my days watching like commercials from 87 and researching 1987 and, you know, I, I, what a year it was. Wow. I got to tell you. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I didn't know it was actually about one year. That's amazing, man. Yeah. 1987. Yeah. Wow, man. It, it's, it's an amazing time. And, and the fashion is unbelievable. And just like the, the, what was going on and what you realize in what you realize is like everybody. And we've done this right every year you go, man, this year, the, well, look at all the shit going on. And then you go like research another year and you go, yeah, a lot of shit going on in that year too. And a lot yeah. of shit going on in this year. There's never been a year that you can research that. It wasn't, shit. it's just different shit, but like still heavy duty shit. Right. Like, okay, so how old were you in 87? I was 12. Three. You were three. You were 12. I was 12. Yeah. Okay. So 87 for me, you were forty. Was the year, was the year yeah, I was forty-five. God, I look good for my age. That was the year, right after Stratford, okay. right after playing Macbeth. I was twenty-six years old, wow. and all those New York agents saw my work. And when we wrapped that tour of Macbeth, when we went to the states with it as well, we were done like January, February, nineteen eighty-seven. I went right to New York, and that's where it all started to percolate. So you no green left, card. Wait, no. You weren't you weren't living in Saskatoon to New York. No, you were no, somewhere Toronto. else. You Toronto. were in Toronto. Yeah. When I graduated Saskatchewan, University of Saskatchewan, I went right to Toronto. Signed on with Gary Goddard, big agent. He's gone now. But yeah. And then do, from, do people still come like New York people watch shows in Canada still? All the like time. in Toronto? They all do. The time. 
They go to Stratford. They go to Ontario, which is outside of Toronto. The Shaw Festival and the Stratford Festival are the two biggest, biggest festivals in North America. They're massive. Four big theaters per 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 you know per festival. COVID's kind of fucked it up the last couple of years. It's yeah. fucked it up for theater everywhere, but it is starting to come back now. So then they later. watched you do Macbeth. Yeah, you're looking, you're looking slim, trim, ready, ready to Kim, and you're ready to go. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, creeps in this pit. No, I didn't do it that way. I swear to God. <laughs> so then you go to New York, and you got no money. You're a like, little bit, but not not tons. But I had a little, and uh, yeah, man. Had you been before there? I met Matt Craven. I'm staying with an agent, and she got me a little apartment. I sublet for a minute and a half. And then I get, you know, Miami Vice with Don Johnson. Wow. Then I get my SAG card. And then, oh my God, I'm going to Atlanta. Wait, I'm playing Dracula. Wait, 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 hold on, I'm confused. So did you did you know? Have you been to New York before that? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you had been. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you got Miami Vice in New York. Were they yeah. and it was shot in Miami or shot? Bonnie, Bonnie Timmerman cast it. The, the great, great love agent. Bonnie Timmerman. Yeah, Bonnie's my girl, man. Yeah, Fuck I my love Bonnie. Black Hawk she's, awesome, oh, yeah. she's great. Yeah. So she's the one who said, wait a minute. Blue eyes, bit of talent there. Let's give Miami. What? I went to Don Johnson three days, cracked my head open. And my, that's when my advice was like, woo. On fire. On fire, <laughs> Philip Michael Thomas, yeah, man, Don Johnson. So you go do Miami Vice. That's your first thing. Uh-huh. Wow! I paid for a lawyer to get me a visa to work in the states. Um, I got paid for doing the show. I joined SAG, and at the end, I made eighteen dollars and fifty six cents. And my dad always used to say, "That's the best eighteen fifty six you've ever made." Fred knew. Uh- Freddie, he nailed it. Best 18 bucks you ever made, son. And he was right. How long till you work the next? Right after that. Pretty, pretty quickly. I did Dracula in Atlanta. Then I came, uh, the play. Then I came back to Toronto and did um, Lie of the Mind, Shepard's Canadian opening of Lie of the Mind with Susan Wright and John Moffat and all the You kids. went back to Canada to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went right back to uh, America to play uh, Stanley Kowalski on Broadway. Oh, so you went, you went from Miami Vice to do a lot of theater. Yeah, yeah. What was your next TV or movie? I did a couple of Canadian movies. I met Matt Craven and Dean Stockwell and Kim Cattrall and Palais Royale. What are you, my agent? Do I have to go over this shit? I'm (laughs) curious. I'm curious. I didn't know. And Matty Craven's not from Canada. He is. He's Canadian. He's from Ontario. Oh, that's why. Okay. That's why we're tight. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's wild. And and it's so funny because 87. So 87 is a significant year for Kim. No, no. Theo. When you continue to do your research, because I know what you're talking about, yeah, the peeps are going to be so excited for you. You need to talk to me and my people. And we'll oh, go no. Over, we'll go over 87, man, because it was big. Big year for me. Oh, awesome. I love that. All right. Well, guess what? I'll tell you what's not a, what else was a big year, I'm going to say, or a big episode. This is the first one in a long time that Juice and Tig actually have stuff to do in the same episode. Yeah. Clap it up. Clap, clap it up. Can I tell you something, by the way, what what dawned on me while I was running this morning? Because, I, you know, sometimes I actually do give this podcast some thought is this is this is what I thought about. Tig and Juice have role reversed. Tig is funny. He's lighthearted. Funny episodes. Yeah, he's funny. He's kind of just taking it as it goes. Kind of innocent now, chilling. All that other stuff's behind him. Juice is in dire straits. No, no, you're still right. You're and, a Tig, you're a Tig Junior now. Yeah, we we flipped positions. We flipped completely. There's no comedy in Juice's world. No, no. There's no, no drama in Tig's world. Uh uh-uh. uh Poor Nico, I abused him in this fucking episode. Abused I, him, and I can't, I can't wait, wait to, to talk, talk about, about it. <laughs> yeah, there's one scene in particular, and it's not the one you're thinking about that I can't wait to talk about. So let's uh. Let's go. get to this. We wake up with uh with Jackson Teller, and uh here he is sleeping. And what do we notice right away? Bed's empty, right? I know you've been there, Kim. Bed's empty next to him. So often. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even count on both my hands and my toes and my feet. How many times you've looked to the side and said empty. bed's empty? Yeah. Hold on. You talk. I'm gonna fix this camera. All right, I'm gonna keep talking. First of all, and you always forget about it, but I'm gonna 
bring it up yeah. previous previously on. Oh, I don't it, watch them. That's why it, I know. We know that you don't have to tell the people. We know sure. that. So, yeah. so I don't want. I know we don't. I'm we just know. trying to get through the episode. I know you are, but I got to tell you, jury makes an appearance on the previously on. It's a jury episode from fourteen thousand years ago. Jury to remind people. Oh, wait a minute. You know what episode jury. it was in? Maybe, maybe, maybe jury's gonna come back on this one. Well, guess what? He does. Anyway, what episode, what episode was he in, Kim? Jury? Famous episode for me and you. Oh, it was the Arizona dog run. It was the the dogs in the ass. Pacho. Pacho. Yeah. You know what that was? Yeah. Me and you. Dogs yeah. in the ass. Dogs in the ass and the coke and the crack and the crank. The beginning, <laughs> the beginning of a drop ball. It was the beginning of a drop ball. My God. Never to be picked up again. No, they should have ran Fuck with those two that. forever. Stupid. Taking okay. Juice. Anyway, but hang on, one more thing. So at the end of previously on, Charlie fork in the head, and I'm going uncalled oh, for. Uncalled for. Why would I need to see that again? I'll show that again. Can, it, it, we just should have ended on that. We didn't need to go through. Anyway, five, oh, they five. showed the whole thing. The whole thing didn't need. Stupid. To. Nobody needs to see that again. All right, Jack's sleeping. Go ahead. I All right, so Jack's sleeping. He's staring at the spot. There's no Tara. It's not good for anybody, right? You could tell that he's kind of distant. He's in that place, and then. And I got a little excited by this. He's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And then guess who else is smoking a cigarette? She's smoking a cigarette. Do you remember doing that, Theo? No, I don't. And I'm going to tell you something that I thought about. It cuts to me having the cigarette. This is a theme. And then it cuts to Gemma having the cigarette. Right? All three of them I got. Yeah. Right. And I got to tell you, that was the three that they did. And it felt really good to like be in the storyline of like the show. Like that's cool. No, no, it's so cool. We've talked about this before, but those montage beginning montage ends. I mean, honestly, when they threw in the other stars like you, me, Tommy, Booney, yeah. Ryan, it was just so nice. Feels and good. The three of you and you smoke it, bro. Oh man, that I haven't seen forget about EO smoking, but Ju- I haven't oh. seen that for so long. And those herbals taste like utter the other side of dog shit. They are <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> Like horrendous herbal cigarettes are horrendous. No, they are. they're horrendous for horrendous. Sure. <laughs> so I did that, but also answers in the bath. Dayton was not happy about being in there. <laughs> I know that that was like, even in whatever scene he was in the bath, he was not happy because he just didn't want his knees up. He was uncomfortable. And I kept making it worse. I was like, listen, I need you to put these on for real. The I, need, I need to see it. And he was like, what? I'm like, I need to like, believe it. I would have told just, him. Yeah, they're actually fucking paying you old man to be here. So yeah, shut up. I was put the cuffs up. on, put the tape over your mouth and let me do it. And I would have been one of these to yell. Oh, I was messing with him so bad. <laughs> sure you were. So then we go. Um. Wendy, Wendy walks in and says uh, hello to the parents. Right. And they start talking about Abel's education. And this is kind of a moment where you're going to see. Is Gemma up to this task? She's always wanted to be in charge of the boys. And it's like, you know, there's more than like handing them to crow eaters and like. TM. Oh my God. She did. She paused too. And everything, the writing, it paused her. Like there, now that you've completely killed her, their, their mother. And you're Literally. screwing everything yeah. up for everybody. Guess what? You got some responsibility. You keep talking about that you're ready for and you want family, family, family. Well, she pauses like a like a drug addict. Like what? Yeah. what? And she's not that? ready for it. Not we ready at to all. find out she's not. These I never noticed any of this when we were doing the show. No, no, no. Um, these reviews, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nero. So Nero says he's going to drive her. Yeah. That's going to lead to one of the longest scenes in Sun's history, <laughs> but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, Jesus Christmas. Um, okay. So then we they say there's a new sheriff in town, right? Yeah. Okay. And then we cut to my favorite part of the episode, Rat and Tig, and the relationship between you is starting, which kind of started already at that when you guys – went to that white supremacist house and like shot them out. That was kind of in the beginning of it. Right. Yeah. That was our first real, I was called Frank white and this yes. is my son. Yeah. And then I called him and you can say this back then, but he's just sort of retarded. Don't listen. You know, you can yeah. say, that. and it was just a funny fucking thing at that. Little and that was a long time ago. That's a couple of seasons. That was, that was a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. And, and then they kind of got away from that. 
And that was something where they kept in their back pocket, like how they never revisited Juice and Tig. They Correct. decided to go back in on this one. Um, okay. So after that, we see that their relationship starting. Juice grabs the knife and he goes to Unser. And you and again, we wanted to do it where is he gonna stab him? Everybody knows he's not gonna stab him. Everybody knows he ain't gonna do anything with that knife. But he goes, cuts it, walks out. And they're going to well, hang have- on. Yeah, but let's not rush that because there's a moment there when Anser again, he's become him and Nero are the two, you know, pineys now of giving counsel to the young. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know? talk, I don't want to rush that talk. The let's one thing not I rush wanna, the talk. No, no, no. But one All thing right. I want to say about that talk that you and I had wrong. We like to admit when we're wrong. Yeah, yeah. All the time. I'm wrong all the time. He did have keys to the apartment. He Anser. says. He says before he sits down, well, what are you doing here? Because I know the only people who have keys are me and Gemma and Wendy's away. So he didn't pick the lock. We were thinking like he picked the lock to get in with the bag and stuff. We said something like that last week. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, that's right. He had keys. Good for him. God bless. God bless America. But now he he talks about old. (laughs) Juice keeps talking about old sins. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I remember. I, I remember it. doing that scene. And I remember one thing really specific about that scene. And you and I have talked about this, but it happened so much. That was one of those days where the scene was at the end of the day. Uh-huh. Right. And whoever. whoever Did you feel rushed? Well, I'm going to tell you, whoever was working prior. <laughs> went like four hours over. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I so know what you're talking about. Yeah. It went like four <laughs> hours over. And I was just in the Winnebago in the trailer waiting. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I get to do a scene with Unser. We haven't done a scene since I tried to throw the urine on him in like whatever it was, season three or whatever. With the Coca-Cola outside yeah, the Calamara. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Or season two when I was like a beef head. Yeah. And I was excited. By the way, you're looking very beefy in here, too. Nice, nice muscle. I was a little beefy. I was you and Charlie were all like fucking muscled out. Yeah. A lot of push ups, a lot of push ups. And I remember. They were like, hey, listen, it was one of those where we're like, hey, we're going to set the scene up. we got two angles, you know, whatever. But like max three takes. And I was like, uh, <laughs> Billy so, Gerhardt directed this, by the way. Yeah. And I was like, man, uh-huh. I really wanted to try some different things and like see where it goes and see. And, no, we just got to get it. And it's like <laughs> and that's when you kind of feel so defeated. You're like, well, how about you don't tell me and you just know that. But you don't tell me it because now it's kind of fucking with me. Like that, I know I don't really have a lot of takes, and uh, you know Dayton, he doesn't want to do any more than he needs to do. I'll do one, and he's good. He's He'll do one, on. and he's good. <laughs> and I'm like, let's do it 400 times, Kubrick style, Fincher style. Like, keep going. But uh, he he. So point is, I remember. I just remember that scene feeling very unsatisfied by it. But it. Oh, uh, you can't. You couldn't tell at all. Couldn't tell it all. It actually worked out really well between the two of you. You know you're not going to kill him, though. That That's not happening. Yeah, well, then he does the biggest thing at the end. He asks if he wants his help. Well, and then I wrote that down. He offers him help. Like, Unser's there to help everybody now until you fuck him around to the point where he goes, I ain't helping you no more. That's right. He's that's pining. Right. Yeah. He's piney. Nero's piney. Like, somebody had to fill that void. Bobby's got piney. They basically divided piney up into, like, three characters. I think you're right. Right. And then, and then the question the is big like, man, William Lucking in that little. Yeah. Thing. And then Chibs kind of became like some of Opie. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They had to do something with those two. I mean, they probably should still be around, but whatever. What do I know? Okay. Tig is watching the truck. Yeah. And now we have this whole thing, which by the way, was probably one of the few times in a long time. If that makes sense. A few times in a long time that I felt we didn't force the humor. It came naturally. No, it was all natural there that day. Yeah. We have. <laughs> Tell me about that. Well, poor Nico. I mean, he had, he literally had no shot or say on anything. He was going down when I put him down. He was staying down until I let him up. And that whole shit, are you actually hard? That was all written. Sutter wrote all that shit with Charles, oh, I think. So good. And it was just, and the look on my face, come on. The the humor, 
That that was as much Kim Coach laughing as it was taken. And then moment. they got the camera down on his face. Like that yeah. was such a great angle by Billy because it yeah. wasn't just you when he drops uh -uh. out of frame. They wanted yeah. to show his face. Yeah. They opened sliding. that fucking door wide open as if the camera was in the door and they got right down to crotch level. And there was Rat doing his thing. God, I had fun that fucking day. Yeah. And, and the fact is the way it's set up, and this is why it's not forced humor, because he's like, they're going to see us. And you're like, no, they're not. I'm just some guy sitting in an old shitty car getting a whatever. And before he can finish, he's like, what? Like, that's my favorite, because he's like, what is he talking about? Down, then, down, down, down. Play the so game. Good. So can't good. get caught. Can't get busted. So good. So good. And like, and, and. It, again, what makes good humor on Sons of Anarchy? Totally different personalities. Two different personalities. Rat is trying to like prove himself, trying to be like the good guy. Well, that's, that's, that's the truth. And the first scene that we didn't really, really talk about, but the dialogue coming out of his mouth about my mom and my dad. Oh, God, yeah, thing. that was already there. That's yeah, when that, you guys that are was watching the it. Very first scene. And I remember as Tig going, well done. Like, well done. Job, son. <laughs> and again, remember, this is so cool for us, too. And I forgot about that scene. I thought that came later is. He we're trying to define who Rat is. You don't know him. This is seven season. Everybody's established. Well, can I ask you a question? Because yeah. you'll know the answer to this because I know nothing. Season four, arguably your big season. Sure. The whole hanging thing, the cocaine, the crack, the whole yep. thing, the miles, all that. Nico and Chris Reed. They were big. They were in it. They were in it. Those prospects were in it, in it, Played in it. Russian roulette. And yeah, all that, like fucking great shit. And then it, they kind of went away. And yeah. then Chris Reed fucking dies. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, where'd, where'd Nico go? Well, now oh. he's back big. Good. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know what the sad reality is? It took Filthy Phil to go. Oh, he no. needed, they needed like, they, what he made, he filled Reed the void. was so fucking great on that fucking show, man. Think about this. That humor that you yeah. played out in that scene. Yeah. There's no one else in the club it can play out with. No. There's no one left. There's no one left. It's rat. Right. There's no one there. Like, even if it was juice, you can play it with juice and then it would be a fight after it. Right. Yeah. It'd be like a, a wrestling match in the yeah. car, which would be funny. But like, there's no one. You can't do it with Bobby. You can't do it with Chips. You can't do it with Tappy. You can't do it with anybody. Right. No. So he really came in to fill that void of like the newcomer, which Juice used to be. Yeah. The guy Juice bait in prison, like he came in. So what you start to see is ca characters are somewhere, then they go somewhere and someone comes in and fills yeah. that void. So true. So, so true. true. So good. So well yeah. And that stuff he did originally where he's like overtopping Tig yeah. What I love is when he said the thing about your mom and then this and Tig's just like, good for you. That was a good, good one. I would have came up with that. Yeah. yeah. Keep, up so, keep up the good work. Yeah. Um, Marks and Jacks. Um, that's an interesting scene, right? I hate, I, hate, I, I hate it, though, because, I, again, I don't hate anything really except for Putin right now. But yeah. honest, honest yeah. to God, we've seen this scene. A hundred times on times. the show. You and, it. you know, yeah. fucking Marks, he's great. Charlie's great. It's not about them as at, no. but we've seen the fucking scene. So I think, you know, I think it was a writing device of reminding us about Marks, about the, the, the deal that we have with the Irish, with, with Connor. Yep. You know, let's remind the whole audience. So what do we do? Let's have the two boys talk. And then what do we do at the end? The Marks goes, you're learning, son. Right. Mr. Pope, what you're learning. You're learning. Yeah, you're and learning. behind Charlie's eyes, he's smoking again, smoking every scene. He's every going scene. to Marks in his head. You have no fucking idea what yeah. I'm doing right now. I'm going to kill I'm everybody. killing everybody. And, and we surely do. Um, and we surely do. And we surely do. Because that, surely that's do. when the salt will start being thrown like it's a fucking <laughs> ice, like ice is on the street. Um, so... Oh, yeah. One more thing, too. I, I yeah. got to bring this up. So at the end, you know, Gun King, just survival, man, all that shit. Marshall tries to tell Jax about how anything stupid on the streets, we could get all this heat. What? What? Like, yeah. we just shot Roosevelt. Yeah. One of the biggest cops in the entire 
We just yeah, blew in, him away. In, in oh, and, and, and a doctor's been murdered with a fork. What? Now by killing a gang member, we're going to bring a lot of heat to the street. Where's the fucking heat right now? Yeah. And let me tell like, you something else that bothered me about that scene. Because you and I know production budgets. Whatever each episode costs. Whatever, right? Whatever yeah. millions you're putting into an episode. Yeah. Did you need to have 600 guys in a crew building a building to do that yeah. scene? Or could yeah. you have just done it on the side of a road yeah. and saved about saved yeah. about 30 grand that yeah. you've put to all that this big scene that you constructed at a construction site? You would have saved a bunch of money. Now, I get what you're doing, but you could have easily did that same scene outside of an office building and then did put the money Elsewhere. Again, I'm not saying that, especially in seventh season of Sons of Anarchy, FX, everybody's spending a lot of money. But that was something we dealt with a lot on that show. And it was like that money's not allocated in the right place for that scene from a producerial standpoint. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think they just, and they did. They wanted the show to look bigger and bigger and bigger every season. And that's what they did. Yeah, they spent money on shit like that. They did. It's not the right place to spend the money. Correct. Um, okay, so Happy's in the Breaking Bad suit. Never seen the show, but he's in that Breaking Bad yeah, suit. Yeah, the zoot suit. Like, what the fuck's going on? I mean, in the like, yellow suit, the acid. He's yeah. using the acid. And then we see the dude's head who had the fork right. in it. Yeah. What's he? He's obviously saving the head to. Yeah. Okay. It's been put in a box. We're going to send it to someone. I assume it's going to be sent to Lynn. I don't know. Help me out. It's got to stink, right? I think. There's a lot of heads on our show. A lot of heads, yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of heads missing from the trunk. Missing, the heads yeah. supposed to be on sitting on top of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. Riding through sure. this world. Does that happen a lot? All they, alone. They cut people's heads off all the time. On our show, we did. Isn't it hard? Hard. You need a big ass saw or a guillotine. Or a guillotine. Yeah. Let's go to I France was, in the 17th century. I mean, do you use ah. a chainsaw? And no, then if you use a chainsaw, it doesn't like get all over your face and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, Happy would love that. DL, would, <laughs> DL wouldn't fight that. Give me one, give me one more. Give me one more. I got some skin in my nose. <laughs> Let me get a shoot up. I'm going to do it again. Do it again. That would be a cool scene. I mean, again, I'm not with the violence, but <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to show these things. Um, okay. So the new sheriff, Althea, new yeah. sheriff meeting with Unser. Um, She's great. Annabeth Gish. Annabeth, Annabeth Gish. comes on to our fucking show. You probably knew her from before. I knew her name. I don't watch. I knew anything. her name. I don't watch what she was on. I, 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 the only reason I knew the X-Files, is I did a movie with the creator of the X-Files, Chris Carter. And uh, it's when the X-Files was in full swing and um, uh, they were doing the movie and stuff. So I know she was on the X-Files. Okay. And a million other things. But you nice want to have her on set. She was great. Heavy task. You're coming into Sons of Anarchy to be the new sheriff on the show that is literally a freight train at that point. More testosterone flying around oh, than any show God. in the history of shows at that point. Egos are through the roof. Things oh, are changing. I mean, literally, tension is through the air. It is the biggest show. I mean, that is, she's coming into something going, I've been on TV for 20 years. I ain't ever seen not this. Like this. Not like this. Not oh. like this. So good for her. And her first scene, besides <clears throat> yeah. the walkout, is with uh, good old Unser, right? Good old Wayne. You know, two things that stuck out to me from that scene, the consultant investigator, obviously he gets a kick out of being the consultant, right? And yeah. uh, he asks about Tara, which is confusing to her, but he wants everything on Tara. And then she's looking for juice. So, again, this is always good as an actor on the show when they're talking about you and you're not in the scenes because that means, like, your stuff's not going to get cut. <laughs> you realize that when I did Dracula in Atlanta, when Dracula, and he only makes about a 20-minute appearance in the entire play, but every minute that Dracula isn't on the play, they're talking about him. It's great. So it's the greatest thing ever. So keep yeah. going. Yeah. I mean, there, it, there. Me it means that there. it means that, like, that, that it's important because yeah. you and I have been subject to storylines where, you know, they're kind of throwaways and you would film the scene and then it's not in the show. And you're like, ah, oh, I knew uh, it wasn't that important. Right. But it was a cool scene, but it didn't make it. You know, when people are talking yeah. about you and you're not on camera, that your stuff's going to be there and you're going to be there. Yeah. 100%. Okay. 
Um, it was a great scene for them, by the way. Yeah, good scene. Really good. Jemmer uh, with babysitter and kids. I forget the babysitter is the one who hit Tig's bike, but I can't remember her name. Her name's Brooke in the show. And her real name is Haley McFarlane. Okay. Haley is the actress playing Brooke. And fuck, did she have a nice big part in the end? She did 13, 14 episodes, I think. Wow. I mean, and we didn't talk about it last Huh? Who would have known from coming? Would have known. And we didn't talk about this, but there's a a nice little look before the party that Rat gives her. Little Rat gives her a little like smile, and you go, oh, I wonder if that's going to go anywhere. By the way, was Dom in that first show last week? No, he's in the finale. He corrected everybody on Twitter. Oh, he's in the finale. He's in the finale. He's not in the first episode. In the I didn't. I really didn't want to go back and look to see if I could see. No, him. I wasn't going to do that. Um, <laughs> so I he he said on Twitter that he was in the finale. So okay. I hope, and I think he would know. Okay. So well, he didn't fucking know anything about when he was on it in the first place. So why would he know now? So but true. anyway, we'll leave Here, that for you know. Here's the one thing that I was thinking about when Gemma was with Brooke. She really fucked this whole family up. She really fucked this whole family up. Like Thomas uh, Abel's questioning, like, where's mom? Where's dad? The baby doesn't know what's up. I mean, she's fucked everything up from day one. I wonder, because Kurt is married to Katie, Mm. because Kurt, a year before we started filming, came to John Langraff and a bunch of other studios with this idea. Kurt's one thing that I know he did say was my wife is playing Gemma. And I don't know what kind of, you know, wait a minute, what's going on from that show on what? Katie Seagal, great actress, but Gemma? Okay. So no one could have done Gemma like Katie did Gemma. There's no, there's no, there's no argument. No other person, right? There's no other person that could have played Gemma, but I've got to know. And if we get Katie on this fucking show, man, I'm telling you what, and I miss her, but I wonder if Kurt told her everything. I wonder if Kurt told her. She told me no. She told me no. She told us no, didn't she? Yeah. When she was spending, when we were spending a lot of time together in season seven, I would say, come on. I wonder how this is going to turn out. And she was like, me too. And I was like, come on. Pillow talk. Nobody's talking. She was like, no, he doesn't say anything. And she said, because he was changing shit all the time. All the time. Yeah, he would. And, you know, I, I've talked to Charles about this a lot. Charles Murray, Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Is not to be confused with Charles Barkley, as you say, yeah. Paris Barkley. Or, or Charles Hunnam. Yeah. Charles Hunnam is Charles would tell me that, especially when he show runs, because he show runs a ton of stuff. Right. Sure like, a lot of time the writers write the episode. And then, you know, the showrunner changes it uh-huh. they, and they keep some of it, maybe parts of it. But a lot of time they change everything. Kurt wrote every word on that show. Every word on that show is Kurt. So if you remember, we were getting pages like hot off the press, like literally day of filming. Like, oh, here you go. Morning of filming. We'd walk in. Morning of. Like, oh, shit. Okay. What anything that has changed so dramatically that I got to really. So I don't think he told her. Amazing. It's amazing. I was getting back to what you just said. She, Gemma, tell her. Has fucked everything up. She's fucked it all up. She really has. I mean, I, I can't think of a more devastating character. Like mommy Clint. went to heaven. Yeah. All that shit she's trying to say to Abel there. Like mommy went what? Clay Clay's doings pale in comparison to Gemma Telemar. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. So here we go. Jury. Yeah. Jackson jury. Indian Hills. Yep. Indian Hills. Jack's telling him the plan. It's bloody, right? Um, why would anyone want to follow this plan when he's telling them? Because basically what he's telling him is, I'm going to execute everyone. And then I'm going to take on this kingpin. Then I'm going to torture him. And I'm going to execute him. You down? You want to do this? I, I couldn't agree more. And I did put down like some of the re- just really bad dialogue. I'm sorry. There's just some really bad dialogue between Jerry and fucking Jackson here. And it was windswept. Bobby's hair was everywhere. Everyone's hair was everywhere. I would have had a nightmare day. I would have had to make sure that my nose God, into the wind. The wind's going to go one way because if it goes the other way, it's I'm fucked. <laughs> my eyes, my cheekbones, they're gone. 
Yeah. Your hair. They would have had to put bobby pins all over it. Oh, it would have been bobby pins everywhere. They got to hold it down. Your hair would have been like, I would have written myself here. out of the scene just because Ooh, of the way. Yeah. I know. You would have been like, I'm in the car. Something's going on. <laughs> I'm in the car. No. Anyway. It's hard yeah. to act in, in heavy, heavy wind. So I just did in this movie I was just doing in uh, New Mexico, that one I just finished. We had it so bad with the wind, like so bad. And we were on like in the middle of the desert. So your eyes were just covered in sand (laughs) and you can't hear the kid was like two feet away from me, the other actor, and we couldn't hear each other. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, so I said, I have to address this wind in the scene. I have to address it. (laughs) So I made up a line where I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, and I, you gotta because it wouldn't play out. Anyone would watch it and go, that's some heavy wind there. (laughs) So yeah, I, I don't. Wouldn't the characters comment on how heavy that fucking wind is? Yeah, they should have. So okay, so he tells them the plan. Now we go to Nero and Wendy. One more thing, Jerry. Jerry goes. Where does it end? Um, no shit, Jerry. No shit. Where does it fucking end? Well, Jackson's about to fucking. Talk. And 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 one other thing. Now that we're going, we're not moving on yet. The other thing is we introduce these two guys who are going to help out. Um, oh, thank you. Okay. And first I, of all, big question. Why? Well, like, we find out why in the last enough, guys. Yeah, but I didn't know that one of them was Jerry's son. Well, don't ruin the fucking oh, ending right, yet. Right. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know who they were. But you got these two, as they would call them on our show, Peckerwoods outside their yeah. uh, truck. Cracker Peckerhoods. Pecker Peckers. Right? Peckerwoods with hoods on. Yeah, you. Peckerwoods with hoods. You got them outside the car. Are you saying we couldn't get two more sons? Are you saying that we really needed two people who are going to be accessories to a massacre who we don't know? Yeah, that's what we're saying. We couldn't just tell. Can we get two guys from Indian Hills is down to one member. Where's Montez? Where's where's like, come on. Where's Quinn? Where's all those guys? Stupid, stupid, stupid shoehorn move. Stupid. Okay, whatever. Um. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you what this next scene, Nero and Wendy. It was nice to see them together. I fucking zoned out. That was the longest scene in the history of Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Now, before we get there, um, you, you skipped over something that we need to. What? Uh, the scene just before that is. No. Yeah. Um, me and me and Nico on the no. hood of the car. Yeah. No, that's after it, bud. Okay. So. Nero and Drea. Okay, talking no, about. No, don't, don't. If if you're gonna say that the phone thing was there, is that the phone scene? Yeah, that's my favorite scene in the show. Yeah, it's pretty. That fun. was there. Yeah, it's right. Oh. It's right. It's right. You there. know what? It's funny. I didn't even write it down because I was fucking laughing so hard. Right. Please. So can I? Can I say? Please tell me about it. <laughs> so. Forget about that first scene that Nico and I had, where you know, get your head down here and are you hard? That was funny. This one is my fave because he had no idea what I was going to do with that fucking phone, pressing it on his face. It it wasn't wasn't scripted that way. It wasn't. It was like, I was supposed to say, where are we? And he says, no, I just fucking put that. And it was like, you know, when you have uh, whipping cream and you push on something, it was one of those. And Nico played with it, man. He fucking hated it. And he played with it. And you can see the look on my face. I'm going, God, I'm having a good time. Oh, you know what sells that scene? And because I, I didn't even write it down because I my black literally shirt. my favorite scene. When you go, did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> and here's the other part. You're not just pushing it to his <laughs> ear. You're pushing it in his face and the phone sideways. And he, yeah. <laughs> what I love that Nico did, what Rat did in that scene. And it's so rare that you work with actors like this, where they go, where you, you're going to go. Like I tell a lot of actors, like I'm going to go and you got to go with it. Right. Yeah. What he did was he tried to keep talking. He was like, it's at, it's, 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 and he kept going. And like a lot of actors just don't have that ability to kind of keep doing that and make and play into the dance. And fuck, that's why those things he did. did. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And good for you for, and I was so, over so many things at that point as Tig, you know, like I was so over everything, but man, to be a little Nico Island, like a little juicy Tig Island, those islands are so fun. It's just the two of us. So and fun. it's humor 
And so let's do it. And Nico played along. He was great. And again, it's you two out there. The, the way people have to understand, it's you two out there. There's only two chairs set out. It's just you two. You guys are the focus. You guys are the thing. And it's like the, the whole crew's there for you two. They're not there for 11, 14, 17 no. people. They're there for you two. And they want to get it. So when you can have some fun yeah. and really create an, an incredible moment. And again, for any young actors watching this, I mean, you know, Michael Caine talks about this in his book, right? Removing all the punctuation. But it's also like that could easily just be a scene of you going, yeah, where? Hey, did you get that? Like that could be the scene. And sure, it's fine. And then there could be what you guys did. And that's Billy, Billy, Billy Gerhardt shot that as a master. A two shot, right? And as you know, and you said it before, Billy's come from the camera. He was a camera operator. He was a DP, player, yeah. DP, and now he's a director, does it all. Billy knew we had it in the master. We did no coverage, just like that's it. We're done. Just one more close up on Kim talking to Chibs, and we're moving on. Because he didn't want to give the editors any cutting. He that's knew that that improv little spliff between Nico and myself was so funny. Yeah, don't we're give them an on. option. Yeah, we're moving on. So, we go to Nero and Wendy, and again, just to get back to this, it has nothing to do with the actors. Let me tell you, because I think they're both Long phenomenal. I can't. I can't. I can't. I wrote down. I can't. I can't. I came back for the end when they got out of the car. Like I, when I say uh, I came back, like I was, I went to my phone, and when I go to my phone, I'm zoned out. I went to the phone because I was like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting. So I'm listening to them talk. And then when it kept going, I went, okay, let's see what's going on. <laughs> no, God bless them both. But it was about 52 minutes long, that scene. <laughs> and we've had a couple of them already now. And Jimmy's got a really nice car, but he's yeah. had some conversations with Jax in that car, with Gemma in that car, with Wayne Unser in that Everybody, car. Yeah. And now we have Drea. So where's my turn? Where's the Can get I get juice in, the in there? Yeah, it's like the, it's like a late night skit where you ride in the car and like do karaoke. It's like <laughs> it's just like everybody at one point should have been in that car. That would have been fun. That would have did fun. press in Nero's car with each actor. That would have been fun. Okay, so Tig and Rat meet up with the crew, and uh, come on, man, millions are dead. Literally, everybody's dead. <sighs> giant stunts, and I wrote, "I'm glad I wasn't there." What? There's so and, 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 then, and then I wrote, <laughs> we didn't miss one shot. Sharpshooters. We're all sharpshooters. American sniper. We're American snipers. And the other guys missed every single shot because none of us even got winged. No. Not even a scratch. It's the A-team. Really? Really? The A-Baracus. You remember the shooting? That's where we're at. The A-team used to like go in back in that Mr. T show, right? With George Papard that I used to love. <laughs> They're getting these massive shootouts and no one would get hit. And I was like, is this the gang that can't shoot straight? In our case, we are basically MI6 at this point with the way we shoot. It's like MARSOC, which is the specialty unit of the Marines. And the other guys have never handled a gun before. In their lives. So you're doing that day. Can you just. Well, I'm going to tell you thing? one thing. They, yeah. they, when they went off with Jax oh, yeah. and Chibi in the back of the truck, they told the rest of us, um, see you in about five hours. You go to in and out if you want. You can play checkers in your trailer. You can smoke cigarettes, Coatsy, whatever you want to do. We'll okay. see you in about five hours. And Tommy did not want to go because he knew it was going to be mostly his stunt guy, but he went because he's a fucking trooper. And they used his face a couple of times, yelling and screaming. He had to ADR that entire scene. But they did it. They did it. Stunts, trucks falling over. Kaboom. And you see his stunt guy jump in that bales of hay because yeah. that surely ain't Tommy. Or it would have been. That wasn't Thomas. Hit. No. No. That wasn't Flanagan. No, no, no. And so you guys basically, were you on location for that? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys went and had a break while you're on location, which is you can't even really well, we, go we anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. We all rode out there on our bikes. I can't remember if we actually went and got a coffee somewhere, but we're in our duds. We couldn't go anywhere by season yeah. seven. And, and remember you could, yeah. Remember you couldn't ride with your cut on. No. Oh no. We never would have ridden with our cut no. on. But I'm just saying we would have taken some shit off and just gone for a ride. But then what? Get No, that, no, no. Then I got, I wrote down big body count for the biscuit gang. Hey, biscuit. how many people? The biscuit a lot of people. Gang. How many biscuit. people? Yeah. I don't know. A lot. 
They're counting. They call them. Uh, uh, they came up with a new name. It's a. Uh, what was it? The Reaper. I'm fucking terrible at this. What, the Biscuit Gang? The Biscuit Crew. The Biscuit Gang came up with a Reaper thing. For themselves? Yeah, it was really cool. I'm terrible. But they, they came up with it. It's basically something to do with Reaper. But um, they have a new name and they're tracking. Oh, yeah. Death. No, Fee did or one of the girls. Yeah, the yeah something good. Yeah. Something, something good. cool. Something cool. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm just, I don't know. It's, I'm tired. Know, we're 142 years old between the two of us. I'm exhausted. You're 42 and so, I'm 100. Yeah. Literally Nosferatu. So here's <laughs> here's the thing. That is going to add. They better make sure that pen's working because this probably added what? How many people we murder here? 13? 18, maybe. 18. I'm 18 people. Sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. No DNA? No. Okay. Sure. 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 And where do we put all these bodies? Sure. 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 Thing. Sure. 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 Thing. That's my call time tomorrow. Sure. 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 People we kill. Okay. <laughs> we killed 18. Sure. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. For a local bike gang. Sure. So, okay. Um, Packing up the bodies and the guns. Jax gets the new guys addressed. That's when I knew. Oh, yeah. Something was up. Now. Again, I didn't know what it was. I couldn't remember as the person that does not know what year it is ever, which is me. I did not know yet that this was somehow related to jury. What I thought was, and I'm going to tell you where I was at this point. Oh, they're going to plant the drugs on him. They're going to tell Lynn that these guys stole it. Lynn's going to come in and torture the guy. Well, at least you would have been on the right bus. I was getting there. I wasn't even on the bus. I'm going, what the fuck do they want their address for? Well, and this this shows how stupid I am. When he had the drugs in his pants, I was like, why'd they steal that key of heroin? Like, yeah, that's a that? juice move from season four. Yeah. Why do you want that? I Again, I was lost. Okay. Um, so body count through the roof. And uh, where are we? Now okay. we go to Borowski. Yeah, I got to tell you. And what's the <laughs> other guy's name? Oso? Um, Oscar. Oscar. His name's Oscar in the show, Evo Nandi. Oh, Evo, yeah. He's great. Evo, great. Fucking great. I mean, love that guy. But he's a president of another Mayans faction, like Indian. Stockton. Stockton. He's Stockton. Okay. And he obviously does not like Borowski. Well, first of all, think about this, right? You're, you're, you know, you're Evo, right? And you've got a three-hander with fucking Nero. And fucking Charlie, uh, Borowski, another Charlie. Jesus, like, yeah. we don't have enough Charlies on this fucking show. Could have came up with, like, something else. Yeah, right? No, can't. And so, Frank, Frank what Barossi. a great day. What a great day, right? That's a great um, day. And that was down by my old hood in Eagle Rock. And here's Oscar uh, Oso uh, doing his thing. And again, with two, you know, legendary actors. Um, and again, they have tension. There's a lot of tension there between them. A lot of tension and he goes i'm going to take it to the table and i'll get back to you that's how the scene ends all right well we got some info it was nice to see a different face talk sure. that was fun sure uh answer a tm yeah with Gemma. obviously they wanted to add i guess chucky's trying where did that come from he's trying to protect Gemma. yeah he's now her bodyguard sure whatever okay. no but but you get it son whenever Chucky's on now. He's either in France or he's a bodyguard or he's a poet or he's making chili. It's just, it's a ruse. He's just part of the family tree. That's it. No more, no less. And Michael loved every fucking day he was on. Set. Yeah. And he was so good at it. So, so good at it. So Unser tells her, uh, which, by the way, was a really funny segue. And I got to give props to the writing, whereas like, I spent the whole night tied up, bounding gang in my bathtub. And she goes, wow, that sounds, uh, sounds, interesting. sounds yeah. interesting. And then he says, by juice and her, fa- and her face drops, right? Like uh, everything drops. Right off her oh, face. Shit. Her face dropped right off her face. Her face dropped off her face. She's like, oh, shit. Juice can't obviously keep himself hidden from anyone. Um, no, no. And I literally wrote down for a second there. She was ready to hear juice had told him everything, everything, 
about what she's done, but he didn't. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, and at that point, he's probably the best person that juice could have told because he probably would have kept it secret because of his love for Gemma, but whatever. Oh, very good point. Right. I never even thought of that. If there was I'm, anyone, no wonder we're talking about this fucking show. How many times yeah. has this show taken a turn to the right when we all wish it would have taken a turn to the left? Yeah. If you would just have told the fucking truth. Nero just talks about telling the truth, telling the truth. If we would just tell the truth, we wouldn't be where we... Anyway, but we wouldn't also have a show in seven seasons. Yeah, if Woody would have went straight to the police. Um, Okay, so then the boys are on the move. I got to say something about this, which I love. This is after the whole thing. Uh, I guess it's Jerry and everybody pull out. Yeah. And it leaves a few of the guys. Did you see how much fucking dust was there? Yeah. Like if you're in that scene and that dust kicks up, you're just like, fuck me, right? And why the fuck wasn't I in that? Like, where did I where where was where did you guys fucking take? Where's Nico? Are we back doing fucking blowjob. What are we doing? What's happening? You guys went for in and out or something. In and out. Like what? Burgers. What? Yeah, probably. I, again, again, and and you and I have been there during the seven years where we'd read it and go, Oh, we hey. should be there, or we shouldn't be there. I would say that sometimes. I'd be oh, like, I know hey, you did. Hey, you don't have me in the scene. I would be there. And then they'd call back and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to add you in. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Why did I say anything? I don't have any, like, like, no, don't add me in. I just wanted to, fuck. I was just like, I was there two minutes ago, and I'm going to be there in a minute. Like, why am I not there? Yeah, no, it made no sense. I wasn't, yeah, I couldn't figure was, that out. That's an AD problem. Okay. So Gemma and Hunter in the trailer, and here we go. She finds the paperwork. He looks like he's dead. I thought he was dead for a second, or he did something. Yeah, I thought he was going to hit the life alert, but like he <laughs> fell. <and couldn't> get... <laughs> no, we thought he was dead for sure. I mean, and but no, he died leaves... or something. Why do you sleep? He was sleeping like his arms hanging. Look, like, <laughs> like he was dead. So, and I don't want to see answer like that. So she finds all the paperwork. Um, and then he's back on with the police. Yeah. So what? Here we go. She found out she's not happy. But it uh-huh. only raises the stakes because all the terrorist stuff's in there. It only raises the stakes of him just seeing juice. That's right. So now she's angry. He's really angry. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know she was going to cry there. I wasn't sure what was going on there with Gemma. But uh, she, she was doing something. She felt something. There was something going something. on. Betrayal? Probably. Betrayal. Let's just go with betrayal. She wasn't thinking about forks. In a, no. In a but, or, or like, uh-oh, I'm up Shit's Creek. Probably. It's like when people say you're up Shit's Creek without a paddle. Why do you, do you want to? Why would you want a paddle? Why would you want a paddle if you're up Shit's Creek? You, right. You're in no hurry to get the shit, are you? Like, you're already in the shit. You're in the shit. So what the fuck does Maybe it matter? Maybe you need the paddle to get out of the Shit Creek. Maybe. Without a paddle. So you can turn around and get the paddling, fuck out of Shit's going to come into shit. the boat. Shit's it coming into the boat. Yeah, on your paddle. And if you're DL, you're splashing on yourself so you can do it again. <laughs> splashing the shit all over. <laughs> want another take. All right. Well, Gemma goes in, hits juice. He's not very alert, by the way. Um, And here we go, right? Uh, This is a scene. And I remember this scene. This was a scene. I wrote down, okay, everyone is sleeping, called Juice. Or, okay, sit down with Gemma and Juice. Gemma opening up to Ortiz, I wrote down, about her giving up the Asian guy to Jax. Gemma tells Juice to get out, go to dad's. Oh, yeah. I mean, she gave him $4,300. a lot of money. For, there's something on the internet the other day about how sons we owed, like, Three million dollars, and Ron's got a scene where I got forty-eight bucks in my wallet. Does that help? Yeah. We were always broke. We had no yeah, money. So forty-three hundred dollars. Somebody give me forty-three hundred dollars right now. I can go start a new life. Like I oh, can yeah. hide out <laughs> in like Maine or something. I would like literally get in a. I'd be fully set up with forty-three hundred. But he seems to be confused by it. Like he's like, oh, I have fresh money burner. In the shop. Get a fresh burner. Get out. Hey, a fresh on. phone. And he had money. Yeah. Go. Get Go. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. 
He can't do it, um, but we'll get to that. But I'll tell you another thing that was really interesting. I have the stubble on the hair. Again, shout out to Tracy. They did a real close, tight shot on that. I don't know tattoo. how she continued to do that, Anderson. I don't know how she did it, Trace. She hand-painted that tattoo on. She did it well. She had a She's stencil. She's got to be a little bit tired about that now. by now. Like, please, shave yeah. the hair. And um, tells him about Unsa working with the cops and basically says, pack your shit. Yeah, go. Get the dads. Get out of here. And you do. Jack, smoking again. Juice, driving. Crew's meeting up. Yeah, Lynn is freaking out. Gives Jax a deadline. Juice is driving. Is he yeah, I just, I, I, I mean, did you see? Oh, and then he did? calls Chibs. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, Juice is driving. He calls Chibs, who answers, but you don't say anything. I, I wrote down, strange little scene. So what was going on behind there for you, Theo? It was supposed to show like. Were you like going to reach out to someone like a like a club member? Like Chibby was your guy? Like, were you going to? Say something to him or what? He, he says something great earlier. He has no plan. He has nothing. Juice has nothing. And in his mind, it's like, maybe I can make this right. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't. It's almost like when I tell people, like, thank God acting worked out because I don't have any discernible skills. Right. It's yeah. like, Juice well, has that- no, like, thank God. <laughs> right. Because if, if I think Juice is like, wait a second, if I'm not in the club, like, what do nothing. I do? What do I, what do, what do I become? Well, we have, we have talked about how the club was your family. It really was Ortiz's family. And that's the only family he fucking had. We find out he had a sister, your dad, we find out a little bit about him, but he's gone. Anyway, that was it. That, that was, was it. everything to you, the, the club. And I think that's why people sympathized with him so much. No like, doubt. You know, like he, he didn't have anything else at all. And uh, so he calls Chibs because Chibs was his connection. In a way, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So Lynn's freaking out, gives Jax the deadline. Oh, and one more thing. I just want to see how Billy set this up, this scene. If you guys if you guys looked at it, which you did, obviously, because you're listening sure. to us, knuckleheads talk about it. Charlie and the boys were on the curb. Lynn came below them. It made us look so big, so tall. Uh, yeah. But the guy playing Lynn, fuck, I forget his ass. Henry. Henry Lynn. Oh, my oh, uh, God. He's so good. Yeah. He's, he's just he's so, in 911 now. He's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah, and great. he looked up 42 feet to those guys and went, I'll fuck you up. Yeah, I'll, fuck, I'll you up. fuck you up hard. Yeah. If you don't get to the bottom of what's going on here. Yeah, anyway, this I is, it. It, this is yeah. it. It's happening now or never. So um Jax uh and those guys who help, like he goes to the house uh where those guys are. And again, well, and, I, and I and I said, I sorry, Theo, but I said, Bobby, who was, I don't know, the one moral compass heartbeat away no, from getting like, Jack. It doesn't make sense. So I just wrote down. So so Bobby now is full fledged down Jack's dark yellow red brick road, red as in blood brick road. Mm. Bobby's just going along. Wizard of Oz. We're just going to go along with all this now. I thought that was so fucking strange. And I'll bet you. Here we Booney, go down the red brick road. What's that? Yeah. Say? The yellow brick road. Yellow brick yeah, road. What is the road. Yeah. How does it go? You know, um, rough to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. And that, 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 the yellow brick road. Yeah. All that shit. But, but, but red brick road. But I, I just went, it's yellow, but I put down red because of all and the, and obviously blood. Bobby's the lion. He's the lion. He's the, he's the lion. Fuck. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> Chibs is the tin man. Yeah. Um, I'm the scarecrow. Definitely. Um, you're, you're a bit of the scarecrow. You I'm can not be even there anymore. You're, I'm out. Charlie's Dorothy. Okay. Anyway, look, you're out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not there. You are out, actually. I was gone. Hey. So the kids playing video games, they obviously look like they're, you know, they seemed more innocent in their home setting. Like I, I was like, are they crystal meth heads or like what yeah. was going on? Yeah. And then they kind of come in and when he gave them, I got to tell you that I really went on the ride in this scene because then they gave him the money and I was like, Oh, he's giving them the money. And then they're going to leave. I have no idea what's fucking happening. Oh, forgot all about they're it. They're going to leave and then call Lynn from outside, you know, and basically do what Wesley Snipes did to me in true story where it's like, Hey, I think I know who killed your brother. And I was like, Oh, they're going to tell Lynn. And then they're going to come in and say, the Good money's point. there. The drugs is there. These are the guys who did it, but God was I wrong. 
<laughs> it's a fucking massacre. It's a massacre. Yeah. And it's a lot of spinning plates with this Jack's plan. I mean, you're covering up murder all the time. Yeah. Music's, music's blasting. We just killed two more innocent kids. They're out. They're gone. Bobby's there. Chibs is there. No one's happy. Tig and Happy have their little burial joke. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that coming up now? It's right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're running out of, uh, of room out here. I know a thousand places to bury bodies. Of course you do. That might have been my favorite line of the entire season for me. Yeah. Of, co- of course you do. Then Juice is going to cry. What was that woods? Uh, Griffith Park. Oh, it was? Cool. Griffith Park. That's where I did the hanging thing with Juice. Yeah, Griffith Park. That's cool. There's some beautiful shit up in there. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's cool. And they gave it to us at nighttime. They were very kind to us. They said, yeah, "Yeah, we'll we'll shut a couple roads down. In fact, we'll make it so hard for you guys to actually find the location. Kim Coach will lose his mind, and I did. (laughs) And poor Charlie and Tommy were in the van when I lost my fucking mind, and they never want to see me lose my mind. I lost. Uh, When you can't find the location, I'm like, would it fucking tell you guys to put up a yellow sign? And we're all on bikes, so we can't be checking our phone anyway. You know why they stopped doing that, right? Doing what? They they made it so hard to find the sets. Yeah, so people wouldn't come and follow us and be on set. They were following us all the time. Oh, of course, we had people coming. Oh, don't get that me. was like during the Fifty Shades stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, Charlie. they were following us all the time. Yeah, that was when like literally, if they found where the set was, and it used to be all under these names. Oh, uh, PMZ, they were all behind Fox Twenty One. Like they would put all these weird names on the yellow signs. And you know, like now, right? How do you get a kick like when you're driving around LA? Because you know, I don't see it here, but if I'm in, you know, Atlanta or New Orleans and I see like those yellow signs, I'm like, oh, somebody's filming. That's cool, yeah. right? Because you see them all the time. Yeah. And some just have like the name of the movie where it's like, oh, this is a TV show filming. And because Theo Ross is starring in it. Yeah, they don't care like as much. But if you put no. Sons of Anarchy on a sign no. or SOA, no, no, you're done. It's over. Yeah. So Kim Coates can't find the location. Oh, Kim Coast was not fucking happy one night, let me tell you. Anyway, Griffith Park, Juice so, is crying. Yeah, Ju- Juice can't leave. He can't leave. The scene was really dark. I didn't know what they wanted. I was having, again, it was back, a harken back to the panic attack when he had the sunshine on his chest and he falls against the door. Yeah. That's what they wanted from it. Um, and then Jury finds the guys. And I just wrote in giant letters, one is his son. I yeah. fucking forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I had I had not a clue until it happened. I'm not. Like, oh. uh, if you would have told oh, yeah. me you're going to lose your life, if you don't guess this, I would go just take my life. Take, take my life now. Because I would have never. Put me up that shit creek. Don't give me a paddle because I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> no paddles. Happy as my cove pilot on the fucking yeah. shit creek. Yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. I did not. No. And again, this is going to set up jury was John Teller's buddy. Yeah. No, and he's part of our club. He's an SOA president. And he's the Indian first Hills. nine. Isn't he first nine? He's first nine. Oof. What the Oof. fuck are we doing on this show? What are we doing? So now Gemma and Nero with Jax. He's home to see the boys. Jury knows everything. Jax drops the tear. Good on Charlie for that. Yeah, fucking good on Charlie scene. dropping a tear with his boy. Jury with his dead boy dropping a tear. Everyone's fucking crying. Toil and till. There you have it. And we know why it's called toil and till. And if you don't, don't even go there with me. Okay. There's been a lot of digging. There's been a lot of toil and there's a lot of harvesting going on with bodies. They are dropping everywhere. everywhere. That's my take. So a couple of things, a couple of things to clean up before we end this episode. You yeah, and I please. are going to do You and I are going to try to do a Q&A this week. We are doing one on okay. Patreon. We are doing that, one. We are doing one for sure. Yep. We're doing a Patreon Q&A for everyone. Coming up. Can't wait. Yep. We're going to do it this week. Number two, we are trying to do. Oh, fuck. Yeah. This live episode. How do we do that? Okay. We're going to find one that we're going to review. Like coming up, um, I, I think Dr. Sarah, if you're listening to this, she had the idea. Obviously, we got to go to the, the Biscuit King, Justin, and ask Justin. him how we do this. It was something along the lines of like, we do it maybe on Patreon and they can all join. So join. 
Yeah. What we're trying to do is you and I doing this live episode and everyone can join in while it's being recorded. I don't know how we then make it available for Apple and Spotify and all that. So that's the only thing we got to figure that out. And if we can make that work, we will. Yeah. So if we can make that work, we will. We just got a bunch of greetings out and then we're going to have some people on. Yeah. Um, some people that we really want who are very significant, right? Yeah. Well, I, I have Bobby or had four and four on his back on his Boston Bruin back way back in the day. I'm not a big Bobby or fan anymore, but anyway, that's another thing. Uh, yeah. Four people. Okay. Right now. We're not going to tell you who they are, Yeah, but we're ready to jump on some interviews over the next. Well, hey, hey, we only got 11 shows left. I know, so we got to get in quick. We got to get 11 left. Silver Perot. Love yeah. that guy. Yeah. We're off Buffalo the cliff like Thelma and Louise after this. Yeah. yeah. We're holding hands and we're driving off. <laughs> Don't make me cry. Don't, don't make, make me cry. Don't you do it. Don't you go. So that's it. This is can it. Can I go to my dentist? Can I get my tooth fixed now? Yeah, can you get your tooth fixed. Get out of here. I love you. Love See you, you more. Get out of here. Bye. Love you, buddy. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where, the, where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right. All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay, starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So. Shout out to the entire theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.